Hello, everyone. Welcome back to week number 12 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, Lee Paddock. We bring you this podcast on September 6, 2020. As always, spoil alert. Um, now let's get into the podcast. Uh, this week, we watched a film chosen by our very own Lee. As you know, the pattern goes. <laughs> and... Uh, I'll pass it on to him so he can introduce his movie and tell us a little bit about it. Well, hi, everyone. <laughs> yep. This week, uh, the film is uh, a film that uh, I have chosen. It's uh, one of my favorite films, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Um, came out in 1975. It's makes it uh, probably the oldest movie that we've that we've watched up so to far. date yes it is the oldest the the first movie is our was our oldest yeah uh just one just of the guys one of the guys um and we're gonna probably uh watch even older movies as uh as, as time we goes go on. on um so this film uh was directed by uh <clears throat> 40 specifically uh specially trained Ecuadorian mountain llamas, <laughs> six Venezuelan red llamas, 142 Mexican whooping llamas, 14 North Chilean guanacos, which are closely related to the llama, uh, reg llama of Brixton, 76,000 battery llamas, and Terry Gilliam and Terry Jones. Uh, they are uh, members of the comedy troupe Monty Python. Um which also uh, consists of uh, the other, basically the stars of the film, uh, which include John Cleese, uh, Eric Idle, Michael Palin, and uh, s- the person who's probably the star of the movie, uh, Graham Chapman, who plays uh, Arthur. Oh, yeah, yeah. He plays King Arthur. Um, and they all play various roles throughout the film yes they're i mean they're they're the whole cast basically other than the extras that are all yeah. also and, probably and that's how it was on their uh on their television series uh monty python's flying circus which i was a uh, i'm a huge fan of i watched it i never heard of it well it was something that i was uh i was shown uh when i was a kid it was on pbs mm. uh way back they in would the show day bbc shows and shit mm-hmm you know, and now they do like stuff like Downton Abbey, but yeah. you know, back you know for a while they were rerunning uh, episodes of this, and my dad was a huge fan of uh, of the His show. His era, definitely. I was like late sixties, early seventies. There's four channels. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's just uh, their humor is very dry, very weird, yes. and very British. Yes, it's very British. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get into uh Sterling's feelings about this movie <laughs> as we go along. Um but I guess uh I guess I should kind of des- describe what this movie is and what the plot is. Um I guess it won't, it won't <laughs> it won't take very long because there really isn't much of a story. No. Um it's basically a parody of like the King Arthur legend, yeah, essentially, and like it has all filmed in Scotland, the location in Scotland, and <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. Um, so yeah, it's just like a series of sketches 
that like parody like different parts of the Arthurian legend, like all the different characters, all of his knights of the round table. They're all kind of, you know, played as like absurd jokes. Yeah, I mean, it's like an hour and a half, like, special episode of their show. Basically, although uh, this was actually their second movie. Um, but. And they go on to make a bunch. They made two more feature films after this, uh, and one concert movie, which is actually really good. But the first movie, you can tell I'm a fan. Um, their first movie was basically, it literally, uh, literally was a collection of sketches from their show. Like all their most popular ones. And it actually came out before the show uh, premiered in America. Um, so it was basically just kind of like a, like a test run to see if it would work in America. That makes sense, especially it, back then with no internet. Exactly. And it made just enough money, I think, to for PBS to want to buy it and show it on their channel. And it became a bigger hit on television. Uh, and that movie is called uh, And Now for Something Completely Different. Um, I've never seen that movie. It's not directed by Terry Jones or Terry Gilliam. Because it's just a series of Yeah, it was sketches. more of, it was more of a Hollywood thing. I don't even think they showed it in uh, in Britain. Oh, so it was yeah. for American audiences. Basically, yeah, because it, the show hadn't really existed out here yet. So I wonder if it must be. I wonder if it's different. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you'd like it. I like. I mean, it has like their their best sketches on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but uh, with this movie, this one is pretty much, uh, com- like independently, like financed. By them, yeah, it cost four hundred thousand dollars. Um, very cheap. Partially, well, actually, uh, this movie was also funded, I think, by the band Pink Floyd, because <laughs> uh, they were uh, Monty Python fans. That's and the, they, uh, you know, Monty Python just reached out to anybody who uh, would give them money, basically. And That's I how think you gotta do it. You gotta get the hustle. And I think it was uh, it was Eric Idle who uh, who knew one of the band members from Pink Floyd and he talked to him about it and they're like, yeah, okay. We'll yeah. I mean, you Pink it. Floyd, you're top of the game. You can throw $50,000 at something. <laughs> yeah. They were, uh, very, very successful. Um, and the movie was a success for, for a $400,000 budget to make $5 million. It was back a, in 1975. It was a huge hit. It would have been yeah. like a, like Pink Floyd would have got their investment back. Yeah, they probably like, get oh, nice, they man. probably get royalties from this movie. Time to do heroin again. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't heroin addicts. There were other hair addicts. Pussy addicts. <laughs> okay. Hunting that WAP. Oh god, it's always it always comes down to the WAP. Disgusting. It's society. Okay, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I think the ladies of the podcast will let you know that. Yeah. All right, ladies, hit us up on the comment section. Is Lee sexist? <laughs> For, never mind. I don't want to go down that uh, <laughs> that alleyway. Oh, poor Lee's been led down a hole. And he's just like, I'm just trying to talk I'm about Monty Python. <laughs> my, my pathetic notes for this movie. It's going to be very hard to like make this episode. Yeah, because this movie is hour. barely a movie. 
Essentially, yeah. I mean, well, like it's a movie and it's, it's got cameras and there's acting and well, there's some. They have scenes and they. Go I will cut. say, <laughs> and there's the slight little plot of like it's all a movie that they're filming and the police are hunting them the whole time. <laughs> well, there is an interesting theory about this movie that we'll we'll get into a little bit later. Oh, you might teasing. You might find it kind of interesting, but uh, I will say though, like. There are some, there's some like shots in this movie that are kind of cinematic, like towards like the, the scene e- when um he's crawling up to the the castle of all the virgins or all the sluts, <laughs> not virgins, <but> sluts, <laughs> and like that, and it, it looks exactly like the scene from Evil Dead where the girl gets like is route running the tree, falls and then gets raped by a tree. <laughs> well, yeah, it kind of at certain points it does almost feel like kind of. Kind of like a low-budget horror movie with all the fog and kind of like atmosphere and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like Evil Dead doesn't come out like much longer after this, doesn't it? The first one? six years. 1981, that movie came out. Probably around the same fucking budget. (laughs) Probably a little less. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I love that movie, too. We might watch that movie. I've never seen the first one. My favorite one and the only one I've seen is the... Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. We know that one's great. That one's a great film. My favorite is Evil Dead 2, though. Yeah. We'll watch that movie, though. Of course. Just Evil Dead 2 is pretty awesome. But, God, see? Let's, we're struggling to talk about this movie. Well, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about why I, uh, why I picked it. Uh, because, you know, a lot of the movies I picked have been kind of, like, heavy, serious, heavy. You know, last time I tried to lighten it up a little bit with an action movie. Uh, Robocop, but even then you're still like analyzing. You're still like, yeah, I in still the back of your mind, like, like it, memes it, in it. Yeah, you're, you're it's still it which was still you, a message for you. You make fun of you make fun of me for that. You're but getting a message out of Robocop, but <laughs> there is a message. There are themes. It's, yeah, but yes, there's a message. Every I, movie has themes. Yes, and Rambo. I, just like how I should get a message from the lucky one, you should get a message from Robocop. But <laughs> that's fine. You love the lucky one. I love Robocop. We have completely different tastes. End of podcast. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> we're going to go fight with our fisticuffs. Yeah, because we're men. Men. It's like that scene men. in The Bodyguard. We, I yeah. never want to talk about this again. Uh, it, okay, first of all, he doesn't say it was such crazy emotion. He's, it's more badass. It's no emotion. I don't want to talk about this again. Oh, he yeah. Stoic he's not, man. He's not, he's not out of breath from beating the shit out of this big man. Stoic man, Stoic I forgot. Man. Stoic man, just. <sighs> but yeah, <laughs> this movie, I just I, I had seen the scene so many times of the Frenchman up on top of the that castle wall going. Frenchman. I will fight in your generation. It's in that compilation of like the hundred greatest insults or whatever that we watched yeah. a thousand times, and fucking just I thought it was gonna be all kind of like. It is mostly humor like that, but then like a lot of it, it's, just it's very like dry. A very long scene of just the same thing over and over. Like they really hammered that, like the wizard doing the explosions. Like you I were love a kick that out of it, and I was just like, okay, I love that. I got it. Like Tim it was the Enchanta. Yeah, but it was every. It was just. It was just every two. It just. It just made. It, at a point, it just felt like they were just like. We need this movie to fit a certain hour time. Maybe. <laughs> so a little bit of we're that. gonna need you to do that fire thing like a lot. 
because we don't have a movie. We're literally men in armor pretending to ride horses, which that was funny. I love like, yeah. funny. Like the movie's funny, but it's that dry kind of humor funny where you don't really laugh out loud. You're just kind of like, it's oh, witty. that's funny. <laughs> and you just stare at the movie and you're not like, it's not like the land of the lost where it's like, and it's, I ah, hate, ha, ha, ha. yeah, <laughs> the humor that I hate. <laughs> yeah. Cause I laughed at the kind of moments where they would have a more laugh out loud moment of humor. Well, yeah, at this movie, I know you got a kick out of the scene with the guards. Yes. That, that was funny. Hilarious. That was actually really funny because it just, it, it was just also the delivery. Like when he was just like, he just, he just kept turning around like, if 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 yeah Eric Idle he's great <laughs> that was pretty funny and like it, but but then the scene after that the guy just runs up and murders everybody oh in the yeah Lancelot like, no reason those poor little girls doing this thing around yeah, they, there's just a lot of like death and randomly just really like, like black humor it's 1975 it's Britain like, it takes place in the Thatcher, like the prime minister, not that long ago. Like she Britain was prime minister weird. in the eighties, wasn't she? Or, or maybe okay, it's a Britain leading up to her, like, and she's the most hated prime minister in like British like history for liberal British people, right? Well, whatever that means, but like, <laughs> yeah, more history lessons and a future podcast. <laughs> well, but yeah, so like, I think it's like. I think part of it, it's like it's sort of making fun of like the medieval mindset, like the whole like chivalry thing, a little bit. But I think it's also making fun of a little bit of like and maybe Britain's take because they probably like all all of. I I would like to, I wish I would have done a little research of seeing like what kind of movies were coming out and what kind of TV shows were coming out in Britain in the seventies. Where a lot of their stuff like these like historical dramas or historical shows. That like Doctor Who was popular back then. Yeah, but that's a different thing. Um, and they did some historical stuff probably. But I'm just wondering if like they were just making fun of like the constant British take on like what life was back then. Right. Just like yeah. oh, there's dirty peasant people and there's the clean and rich people. These are all these all the Monty Python people are uh, are extremely well educated. They all like. Some of them went to Oxford. Oh, I'm that. sure. I'm sure. They're all they all graduated from. Those are probably the only kind of British people that could have been on TV back then. <laughs> except for uh, Terry Gilliam, who's an American. Oh. Terry Gilliam is uh has is now more famous for his directing. Uh, he's directed uh, films like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. Which is one of my favorite movies. Did he play a character in the movie? He played several characters, actually. Which one would I remember? He played a lot of the disposable characters. The one character... Was he the first knight that dies from the bunny? Yes, he's oh, that he's guy. guy. So he's the American. He's that guy. He, he looks American. He's Patsy, the, the squire for Arthur, the guy who does the coconuts. Oh, he is? I didn't yeah. That. He has one line in the movie. When they ride up to the Camelot castle, he says, It's only a model. And King Arthur goes, Shh. No, he has, a, he has a line when he goes to kill the bunny. No, I'm talking about as, like, Patsy. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But yeah, he also plays the knight who fights the black knight, who gets a sword in his fucking face. <laughs> and it's really, like, comically violent. Yeah, and he just kind of, like, has to rip it out. I also like the scene um, 
with the one peasant that was talking about like socialism and like, uh, like that's my f- or that worker might rights. be my favorite scene. That was pretty funny because he's like, oh, oh, look at him, look at him, getting violent, <laughs> getting violent. Come <laughs> and see the violence inherent in the system. <laughs> yeah. Help, help! I'm being repressed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. And this so is like, great. who's your lord? And they're like, We're, this is a we commune. don't have a lord. We're <laughs> yeah. an anarcho syndicalist commune. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I see. <laughs> Shut up, peasant! <laughs> oh, what a giveaway! <laughs> yeah, that that was. <clears throat> there was definitely some funny scenes. That's what I'm saying. Like this would have been like a funnier, not movie. Like like it just it just maybe it would have been like a good TV. I could movie. barely classify this as a movie. I it, well, it was released in theaters, made money. It's an hour and a half long. It's feature length, but it's it's basically a series of sketches. That very, very loosely tied together to make somewhat of a story. Yeah, that's tied together through animation. Yes. That's how they tie the story oh, together. Oh, by the way, that's that's also uh, Terry Gilliam's other big part. He does all the animations. Some of it stuff. was actually pretty, like, made me think of, like, uh, meme humor of today, modern era. Definitely, like that dumb I would internet say it's humor probably a precursor. Where they're just, like, putting trombones I think in their butt. And I, I was also thinking, watching it, it also might have been some of the inspiration for South Park, because what he, because South Park in the beginning used paper cutouts. Mm. That's what Terry Gilliam was doing. He's using paper cutouts from like magazines and stuff. Well, I mean, it's also super cheap, extremely cheap. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. But maybe I mean they would have grown up. They love. Oh, they love Monty Python. Yeah, they said in interviews like we grew up. That's how we bonded. We grew up. We met each other in college. They probably would have then maybe fucking. Then, 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 then you're probably Monty right Python. about it because the only reason they probably ever went into like better uh, cartoon, it's probably just quicker to make. Yeah, and they, they got to pump out an episode a week. So mm-hmm. now they <laughs> within have within a week. Now they have computers and stuff and make it go a lot quicker. A whole team. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they even do it themselves. Anyway, I think they just do the voice acting and the story and the writing. Yeah, they don't do like the actual piecing together. Well, they have like a whole team, but. Again, I uh, mean, we gotta make this podcast an hour. But that that kind of <laughs> shows you like a little bit how influential uh, Monty Python kind of is, though. Um, yeah, influenced the biggest show in uh, history, and like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say? No, it's a completely not related rant. <laughs> um, yeah, this is uh. Really trying to <laughs> find something to talk about here. Uh, uh, well, what did you think of the the ending? I guess we'll we'll go to that because a lot of people have problems with the ending, how abrupt it is, and you know, oh, the spoilers, but the police just come in, modern day police. But it's not spoilers. In. They've been. They're been hinting at that like since yeah, they killed he, that historian guy for no reason. Yeah. What did you think of all that stuff then? All the modern day segments. Did you think that that made any sense or? No, because I mean I didn't have any problem with it because there is no plot to be upset that it just gets un- ended abruptly. Like there's what he was gonna go and fight the like eight r- French men. <laughs> you end, know, yeah. a, a different comical way of fighting. Like they right. would have ended it like dra- like I just I don't I think it was just the end of a sketch. It was I like guess. a long-running sketch throughout the whole show, and that's how they just wanted to end it because they were like, "Well, we don't really have a." Plot. To be fair, that is a lot of that is how a lot of the sketches on Monty Python end. They just give up. 
Some of them don't even have punchlines. Yeah, because probably a lot of it's just like uh, that um, improv comedy where you just go a little bit, and then sometimes it just ends, well, and you kind of no, like, they Ugh. they write like premises and stuff. Um, I think it's that kind of British humor of like keep it going until like no one in the room's laughing. <laughs> Very, you know, it's because the end of this because like the movie has no plot, there is no story. Like they didn't have an ending, they didn't want to write an ending. Like oh, they wrote like oh, it's gonna be some big epic battle that. It's gonna look stupid or something, and but then, so there's like, how like, do we end this? We'll just have the police come in and bust which it up. Which we've been hinting at the entire time, which they maybe thought of at the after the fact because the 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 police always showed up after they could have filmed those scenes later. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and it was just so random. Like you just have this <laughs> the historian talking, and then all of a sudden he just gets his head, his throat slit. <laughs> and they're all just like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's all just a setup so they can end the movie <laughs> in a weird just, way. It just comes out of nowhere. Um, or like what? Like people wanted it to end? Like they wanted to see the conclusion with the Frenchman? I I don't know. Some people just think it just ends a little too abruptly, and it really does just seem like ah well, we don't really have any real yeah, ending for it. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> that whole movie, there is no plot. There's no characters. I mean, there sort are, of. but you don't give a poo about any of them because they played by the the characters. They're very like you know, kind of stereotypical. Like we are knights, but they're also like kind of stupid. Yeah, fucking Lancelot gets like arrested like right in, like before on him right away, <laughs> right yeah, as he crosses the bridge of death. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that scene where they you have to answer the three questions. Yeah, and the one guy, the poor coward guy, was like, "Oh, that's easy. That's easy." <laughs> oh wait, I don't know that. Ah. Oh, what was his name? And it was funny how they tr- the old Sir man, Sir Robin, the the even the old man got tricked. Like he was just, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, is it an African or a European swallow?" And he was like, "I don't, I know. don't know that." Ah. <laughs> like, how do you know so much you? about swallows? <laughs> well, you have to know these things when you're a king, you know. <laughs> This movie just, I think it just has a lot of, like, great quotes in it. A lot of great lines like that. I really like that. Yeah, I just like that dry British delivery. Yeah, I thought it, this, I thought my quote section of my notes was going to be a fucking... Gold mine? Essay, essay. Like, and I got two. You got two. Nothing was really popping out to me. Nothing was, like, super humorous. Because like what I one what, what I was gonna quote if 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 if, if, if like that's not a quote like it's like no like my okay here's my quotes that I thought that I was able to pick out of because when it's a quote I think it's something that like stuck out to me and it was so funny in my mind or it's so uh, outstanding that it, I just have to like write it down or absurd yeah or absurd or romantic whatever something that I think stands out in the movie like a line that I think when the writer wrote it they were like. Like, <laughs> this is supposed to stand out in this scene. <laughs> like, uh, now go away, or I shall touch you with a second time, or touch, touch you a you second, second time. Because there's a bunch. That one there would have been a bunch, but I, I, I didn't want to write down like just the entire scene because right. everything he said is basically well. That's quote. just you know. I guess that's your favorite scene, isn't it? Yeah. That. Okay, so my favorite scenes is that one, the French, any the 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 two French scenes, <laughs> the the one in the beginning and the one at the end, where right? he gets all the shit dumped on him, uh, <laughs> the guard scene, and the peasant scene. Okay, the I'm surprised. Uh, the knights that say knee 
that was kind of funny, but I didn't really get why that would be a thing. That's got to be a British thing. It's so weird. Like, why are they? Like, it is a very weird scene. It's got to be something British. And then I, I like, uh, but I do like when they say, well, no longer the Knights of Sandy. Yeah, there's something else that's icky, just like, icky, 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 patang, zupang, <laughs> You would remember the whole thing because he didn't even say it in the movie. The actor, he probably didn't even remember it. But like, <laughs> <laughs> they so they funny, literally though. probably told him to say it and they said it that one time. Because it was off the top of his head. Uh, yeah, it's like... That's an ad-lib line. <laughs> like, well, the weird thing about this movie is that... Uh, and they, they they did that a lot. They had the very tall thing and then talking down to him. That was <laughs> They did that sketch like five times. <laughs> like, or three times. <laughs> they did it with the three heads. They did it with the icky-icky. And then they did it again with like... I think they did it one other time. With what? Like the, the cartoon monster at the end? No, there was something else that was giant on stilts that looked down on them. I don't remember. But <laughs> they did that I, sketch a couple times. Okay. They did do it. A, yeah, all right. And they and they broke the fourth wall. They did that a bunch oh, of yeah, times. Oh, yeah, the book of the film. <laughs> book of the film. And also, like, when they were just like, all right, like when the other scenes were like, oh, like yeah, all right, get, get on, with, on it. with it. Yeah, like the your During- favorite guy, the wizard. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> just the explosion after explosion after explosion. And it, it was funny because that scene, all right, the scene we're talking about is when they get introduced to um, the sorcerer or whatever the fuck, the enchanter, that, and he's just like doing explosions. And then like it's obviously fireworks because it's going ping, 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 ping. Right, ping, yeah. Which is, that's funny. And then it's funny, okay, it's going on for a while. And then every time he says something, the, one of the people says something, he's got to do four more explosions, and then he answers. <laughs> and then it, but eventually it was just like, okay. Like, it was literally like a five-minute scene because he just kept going. It is. It's excessive. I think that is the joke. But it's like eventually it's like, okay, that joke gets that's a, that that's that British thing. Let's go until no one else is laughing okay. anymore. Like, yeah, because I feel like there's a moment where you there that is a joke doing the excessive thing, but it's eventually it's like, okay, <laughs> we got it. This movie's an hour and a half. It should be an hour fifteen. <laughs> Probably. Oh, oh, I, mean, I did like the scene when um uh he's about with with the the the, the slutty girls and the uh, night Eugene or whatever the fuck. Oh, and they're like, Sir and Galahad. the oral sex, and they like, they gotta spank all of us. And every time she would say like, you gotta spank one of us, like you'd hear all the chirping, yeah, spank, spank, spank. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, like castle yeah, and and then we will do the oral sex. And then he was just like, oh, well, I, well, think I guess I, can. I could stay a bit longer. And then it was just funny him being pulled out. He's like, I think I could face this. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I could face them. There's only 150 of them. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I think I, I could take this peril. I'm willing to take this peril. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> that was another funny scene. That was. Funny. I knew you'd probably like that scene. It's just a bunch of hot chicks. and uh, Should have been rated R, everybody, but it wasn't. Disappointingly, don't look it up, everybody. You could <laughs> see through their dresses. The source you is... You look closely enough. Oh, Lee, okay. If you're pervy enough. Uh, you're the one who knew it and brought it up. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I've cancel Lee. I've watched the movie enough times to be able Lee's to canceled. It. Lee's canceled. Lee's canceled Again. before he became a thing. Again, we were already canceled. No one watches <laughs> this. <laughs> hey, yet, yet. Um, and then uh, so okay. Um, and then my second favorite quote was. Thine God bless this hand grenade so that it may blow up my enemies. And it's not really <laughs> that part that's favorite, but I do I do like that whole like that the whole tirade because it's just nonsense. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It. The holy hand grenade. 
Yeah. The holy hand grenade of Antioch. <laughs> yeah, the holy hand grenade. <laughs> Three <laughs> is the number thou shalt count. Yeah. No more, no less. <laughs> it's so great. It's a little, I'd, it's I'd a little ridiculous. I find this movie just delightful. It just it, It's just another, I don't like British humor. I understand. Other than Ricky Gervais, I've tried to watch British comedians. It might be just a little bit I don't really watch a, like British stand-up comedy. It might, I've tried to watch a couple because there are a lot on Netflix. And like, it might be a cultural thing too because I might just not be getting their references. Yeah. It's just not funny. I just, I don't find it funny. And some of them, uh, some of the more classic ones are more like this, like dry humor kind of comedy. And their stand-ups is different. It's very, oh yeah, Their stand-ups more international because British, European comedians are usually international comedians. Hmm. Amer- you can be an American comedian and make it just in America. That's how big stand-up, co- this, that stand-up scene is in America. Right. But like in, in like guys, fucking Sylvania, they don't have much of a stand up scene. <laughs> I don't think these guys were stand up comics. I no, think, no, they were. This was the era of sketch shows. There was yeah, a, there was a couple off of sketch television. Shows. They wrote for a different sketch show, and like before, they all sort of came together to do their own thing. Um, and uh, they basically they were like they. I think they came around the same time as that show Benny Hill. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, you know, like well, they had the that has the famous joke of like the speed up with the goofy music. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to describe it. Yeah, but everyone but, knows it. But Benny Hill. you know it when you see it. It's Benny Hill. Someone's running through a bunch of hotel rooms and someone's chasing yeah, him. And that's like, what people think of, like when they think like classic like British that. humor. That and Monty Monty Python. But I honestly think Monty Python's held up a lot more. Yeah, that sounds a little bit more like that, like that cheesy, like uh, old and like, humor. Yeah, that's like that's all like people remember Benny Hill for. Yeah, don't remember Monty any of Python the other is remembered for this movie, their show, the concerts that they did. Uh, they did a lot of live shows, um, which are actually kind of funny. Um, which are coming back through podcast. <laughs> in a way, in a way. Everything comes back. Uh, I, uh, no, I did. I think. I think it's funny that we. I, something I've noticed in a lot of like movies, especially your movies, because your movies always have the message. Um, liberals have been complaining about the same things forever. <laughs> like, like that scene where the worker is complaining to the, the Lord. Peasant, the yeah. peasant, like it's just. I, I've, We're living in a dictatorship. It's the same <laughs> argument that I've seen in all of your movies, basically. <laughs> like, hey, the man. message. It's just kind of funny to see, like, huh, they're always making fun of the fact that there's pedophiles in the government and higher-ups and that they complain about worker rights. And it's just, like, <laughs> those things will and never that's, get... And that's British people talking about that, too. So it's Yeah, just... British... Yeah, because it's everywhere. It's not it's not an American problem. Sorry, people in the world. Your country's... I did see some funny... I've been seeing some funny TikToks of, like, black people in, like, Britain and Canada going, like, hey, it's, isn't it funny how... Uh, basically just pointing out <clears throat> it's kind of funny how the white people in their countries are going like, ha Americans, look how racist and evil they are. We're so amazing. Just ignoring all the atrocities they've committed. Yeah. And like <laughs> the fact that like, uh, I think like 70% of people in Canadian jails, don't quote me on that number. I think a high percentage of people in Canadian jails are indigenous people. It's kind of, they're black people. <laughs> the they're kind of like oppressed race. Nations. Yeah, sure. Um, just kidding. Yes, You're the first so thing. terrible. 
Now that's cancellation right there. Yeah, I brought it to people's attention. They don't even know. So I am a hero. I will accept my medal on the 12th. What are you talking about? <laughs> this conversation has gone completely off the rails. Lee can't handle it, everybody. Lee can't handle the truth. <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about this, this silly... Monty Python? Silly. We are, and we're having a silly conversation. We're supposed to have a serious conversation about Monty Python and its plot. It has as much plot as anime harem anime like have plot. What would, What was that sentence? Anime harem? What? Just, I don't know, people. That was a bad sentence. <laughs> I had a brain fart right there. <laughs> It sounded like you had a stroke. <laughs> um, I did think it was uh, one scene that I, that I remember was the scene where the just randomly the monks are just walking through the town and they're smacking themselves in the face. Oh, yeah. I love and that. I, I love it. Yeah. But it's kind of funny because that's based in the like the super religious Christian cultist that would go around self-flogging themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, they I did their. Kind of I'm sure they they did their research. Yeah, it was they kind knew. Of funny. They studied history. Michael Palin uh, now kind of sort of retired from acting, and he's sort of a like historian slash like TV travel guide now in Britain. <laughs> just BBC just yeah putting people to work. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? It, it just goes to show this. It was just a serious sketch because, yeah, that, those monks had nothing to do with any. They just walked through town and smacking themselves in the face. You hear their chant uh, in other parts of the movie, too. Yeah, because they probably just liked it and thought it was funny. <laughs> it is funny, sort of. It's, <laughs> it's just nonsense. It's just gibberish. <laughs> and then I thought, it was just this whole movie, just, I thought like, he goes on these quests to get the name night and then just. One scene later, he has like four nameless knights just so he can kill them off in the next scene. <laughs> like they just added knights, so like, all right, we're gonna kill all of you. Who cares? Let's not mention what did it at you, all. What did you think of uh, the musical scene in this film, the Camelot? Oh yeah, you fucking made fun of me for a uh, spam Camelot or spam a lot, spam a lot because you're like everyone knows that. Of course, how could he? How could you be so uneducated and not know? <laughs> everyone, if, if this is the future, and in uh, uh, September 6, twenty twenty, you knew spam a lot because it's for some reason maybe in the future when this is popular that went viral at some point and got popular again. But at this moment in time, if you knew that, let us know because I'm I'll die on this hill. No Jeremy one knows, what it knows is. spam a lot. Other than Monty Python fans, which are dying out, you boomer and Gen Xers. Because <laughs> those Me. are the fans of of Monty Python. Gen X, boomers, and a small well, minority of millennials that are that grew up watching what their dad watched. <laughs> well, uh, recently we actually uh, we lost one of the members of Monty Python this year. Are the, is he, was he the first one to die? Or is... Uh, no, he's the second actually. Oh, okay. He's uh, Terry Jones. Oh, one of he the died this year. He's one of the directors, uh, and uh, he plays he old now. Yeah, he was he was old. He had dementia. I believe. Oh, sad. R.I.P. But better place. Very unfortunate. Um, he played Sir Bedivere, the guy with the, the the guy, who uh is who runs that town basically. Oh, the dumb they, scientist guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's another point in this movie. They do not have a problem killing women in this movie. Kind of enjoy it. Killing, it seems like it. Killing is p- 
people in general, it seems. It's yeah. like life was disposable back then. <laughs> You're going to get a message from this movie, sure. I think they also <laughs> just wanted to run around and hit people with a sword. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, that'll make it more ridiculous. <laughs> like, They just wanted to make... A silly movie that they made were fun just of. given a budget much. They wanted a they wanted to make a super episode. They wanted and to be make able to their do their own movie. Yeah, basically. and the, and the, the the television network was like, "We'll never give you enough of a budget to be able to do that." <laughs> no, like well, even no, if they, they took were the, done, they were done with the show at that point. Oh. They had, they were all. Uh, John Cleese had wasn't even in the final season. Oh, the sad. final season was only like four episodes. See, maybe that there was probably like arguments. They probably wanted money for a movie, and the studio was like, "Go fuck yourself." No, it was just like I think they were just tired. They wanted to do something bigger, and so they had already done that, and now for something completely different movie. So then they wanted to like which they were disappointed. So they still in. wanted to do some kind of like they wanted. Yeah, they wanted their. They own wanted to do project. something new because the first movie wasn't new stuff. Right. It was just their best sketches put into a like a yeah, compilation. Yeah, they wanted to create something original. It was literally original. like a YouTube compilation that would come out. Yeah, they wanted to create something original. And but they were like still like, well, we still don't want to make a movie yet. <laughs> they made We don't know a how movie. to do that. In fact, uh But they don't know how to like write a movie. I it doesn't have the proper structure of a movie. No. Um literally no story. No plot, but it doesn't need to be. I'm not saying there needs to be. This right, is, right, I right, think, right. you know, it's a, it, you know, it's a parody. It's a parody. Yeah, it's a complete parody. The the and art. it's a different kind of parody than like what I'm used to growing up in because parody films nowadays are garbage. Make, they, yeah, they're garbage, and they don't make them anymore. Thank God, because they got garbage. And this isn't. It's not like a Mel Brooks. But parody. even when like they made parodies, that's the Mel Brooks. I mean, because that's American. I like. I like. I love. Well, Mel Brooks is great. I love those kind of parodies because Young those ones have stories still. Like it's still a plot. It's yeah. just like a weird like space balls and like or young <laughs> Frankenstein. Please don't ever remake that. Message of the future directors, don't remake it. You'll make it terrible. Just don't touch any of those. Just well, don't they'll touch never they'll because, never touch Blazing Saddles, that's for sure. Oh god, just please don't touch any of his movies because they'll be deemed cancelable nowadays and you because you just don't get it. <laughs> like you don't get it that it's making fun of racism. I think recently I think Blazing Saddles is on that uh, HBO Max thing I think they put up a disclaimer Of course there's disclaimers on a bunch of Disney shit too And, and uh, Netflix does it Comedy needs a disclaimer now Fuck you Because like you're, you're, you might be sensitive you might get triggered Like It's just like everyone's getting triggered from words It's like what are you gonna do when that movie life's was really hard Not to get off too much of a tangent But Blazing Saddles was written By Richard Pryor so of course it was gonna have like the N word and was gonna be highly have, offensive. And it was gonna have like, but it's really funny. humor that addresses racism. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the American way of it. Shove it in your face by screaming it at you in this really weird, obvious way. It's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, get off that tangent. Um, it's a great movie too, though. Came out around the same time as uh, this film, about a year before, I think. Yeah, I, but that I that's what I was going into thinking it was more like was a Mel Brooks kind of film. Well, it's, it's British and American or good old very, very dry different British wood. <laughs> I think you might like their other movie better, Life of Brian. Is that the movie a movie? It's definitely. I think it's definitely more of a movie. It focuses on one character. Um. 
it's basically a it's another sort of parody movie, but it's the parody of the story of Christ. Huh. And that movie caused a huge amount of controversy when oh, it came I'm sure. out. Uh more in like Britain, surprisingly, than in America. Which is weird. It caused some controversy here, but we'd create more now. Oh yeah, definitely. Blasphemy! It's like God, it's like we've regressed as a society. But whatever. Uh, I think you might like that movie better. We might watch that movie one day because that movie's great. And some people actually consider that to be better than this one because it does have more of, of a plot. But that one again is a little bit more. I would say intellectual definitely has more of a message about religion. Oh, well, I'm fine on that. <laughs> okay. I'm fine on shitting on that. <laughs> I'm glad. So we'll watch that one day. And I've actually haven't seen their third one, their third film, which is called The Meaning of Life. And that movie is a sketch movie all the way through and through. It literally is just a collection of different sketches. Oh, okay. It doesn't even have a through line. Mm. Or anything. Sort of. Each sketch, I guess, deals with, like, different aspects of, like, life. It's, like, probably, like, their darkest uh, work. Oh. And, uh, yeah, that was their last film. <laughs> probably for a reason. <laughs> it sounds um, like. It was the last movie that the uh, the guy who played uh, King Arthur was in. And he passed away. Oh, he passed away? He was the first one? He was the first one to pass away, That's unfortunately. R.I.P. to the fallen members of this yeah. crew. His name troop. was Graham Chapman. So two of the five are gone. Let's see. Well, there's Graham Chapman, Terry Jones, and then Eric Idle, Terry Gilliam, John Cleese, Michael Palin. That's six. So there's only there's four left now. We'll see what, how many are left by the time we watch another one of their films. <laughs> John Cleese is the oldest. Which one was he? He's Lancelot. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, he's the most recognizable one. He's the biggest star out of all yeah, of them. Yeah, because he's been in American movies and stuff. Yeah, he's the one who really crossed over, actually. Yeah, because he's actually... He's know, hilarious. He's really funny, yeah. He um, can actually be funny to American audiences. Eric Idle also crossed over. You've probably recognized him. He's in Casper. I haven't seen Casper in so long. I don't recognize anyone other than the, the little girl. <laughs> wow. Christina Ricci? Yeah. You, you hate, hate for some reason? I don't hate her. Seems like you did, but the way you said that, Christina Ricci. I'm just saying, it's like, you just remember her. <laughs> but okay, yeah, but yeah, Eric Idle's crossed over a little bit. Terry Gilliam, of course, is, is a filmmaker now. He's made. Stop! doing that <laughs> he's made some interesting films um a couple of uh f- films that i would maybe consider my favorite uh favorites like fear and loathing in las vegas uh he did a movie with robin williams that i really love called the fisher king mm, uh we might watch that. that movie one day um uh. did a movie called brazil which is like a weird sci-fi black comedy movie which is really dark um, of course and uh let's see but yeah yeah he's a he's a very interesting filmmaker you could kind of tell that some of his hallmarks are in this movie 
that kind of has like a rich, and surprisingly like sort of gritty atmosphere to this movie. Everything's all caked in dirt and muck. Yeah, it's a dirty, uh, Midi- what is it, middle? Middle Ages. Middle Ages, It yeah. takes place in 932 No one bathes. Bring out your dead. You, know, you got guys or people collecting corpses. Poor guy. I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead. You'll be Somebody. stoned dead in a moment. <laughs> just bash him over the head till he's dead. <laughs> Why don't you just do that before you brought him up to the cart? Why make the cart man kill him? Couldn't bring yourself to kill your own dad? Probably paid him extra. <laughs> yeah, it was like the garbage man. But there's a there's a funny line that comes after that when uh, King Arthur and his uh, his squire are uh, passing through, and uh, Eric Idle's like, "Oh, he must be a king." And John Cleese's oh, yeah. like, "How how do you know that?" He doesn't have shit all over him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the only ones who could afford to bathe. <laughs> uh, disgusting. Disgusting middle ages. Uh well, there's I guess I'll talk a little bit a little bit about the interesting theory that I heard about this. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You referenced that. So the interesting the theory that I kinda that I heard about recently, <clears throat> actually was that this movie doesn't actually take place in the Middle Ages. It takes place in what was present present day England. You know, with the, the segments with the with the police probably give that away uh, kinda give you that impression. There's also the scene where they're building the, the giant wooden rabbit. Um at the French guard, yeah, or at the the French castle, um, you can hear in the distance they're using like electric power tools and stuff, um, and uh, yeah, like when you really think about it, though, I don't know if I like totally buy no, it. No, that just sounds like trying to like make something more dark and real. Like, like oh, it's more of a message like, oh, this is a post-apocalyptic future. Not, uh, no, not even that. Like, the, these guys are just, like, they're rich, like, cosplayers, basically. Well, okay, but that's... And they're just so, like... They have no... I, we They didn't even... But that's, like, painting their thoughts with 2020 vision. Like, they didn't know what cosplaying was back then. Yeah, they had reenactments and stuff, but they, Britain didn't do that kind of shit. They didn't reenact, like, battle, like, castle battles and shit. Oh. So maybe what, like so they're like maybe rich these guys, guys are like absurdly rich in the universe. Of but that's this movie. never referenced to like once. Well, like, that's why it's just a theory. <laughs> it, just, it just seems like a very far fetched theory. I don't totally buy it. No, it just seems ridiculous. I think they use power tool sounds because they were just like, it's a comedy. Make, yeah, it's a comedy. <laughs> Who cares? There's not rules of science. That'll be funny. Yeah, and then have- the police is just. That was just, I think, the way they wanted to end it. Like, they're like, how, we don't know how to end this movie, so let's end it in this really weird way. Yeah. The police will just come in. Yeah, like, reality, in reality, like, we were filming a movie, and then we killed the guy while we were filming it. <laughs> and they're investigating us somehow, but just in the British way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. I thought it was just kind of funny. Um, that uh, someone would come up with that theory. 
It definitely does sound like something in modern. It almost sort of like. With. It almost like seems like it's trying to make the ending make sense a little bit. It sounds a little bit like a, a little bit, but it also sounds a little bit like all those people when the first uh, when Force Awakens came out and all the crazy theories were coming out. It just sounds like people looking at things that just don't exist and they just want to fit in clues because they're like, but it fits in my mind. And it's like, it doesn't though. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 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 just, just, you're reaching, man. <laughs> it's the definition of reaching. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's why people didn't like The Last Jedi, right? Because it didn't confirm any of their theories. Yeah, that's why everyone hates it. Because it also confirms n- no theory. It's just, oh yeah, she's just trash parents. And then it's just like, ugh. And it was like they, the one theory everyone's like, all right, man, as long as it's not this one thing, we'll be okay with who, what the past is. And it's like, the director was like, what I hear? Y'all want this not one thing? I'm going to be different. <laughs> Disney turned their eye. subvert your expectations. And Disney fucking just turned an eye for a second. You know they're never making that mistake again. No, they're all going to be like, We're going to let the director do it this time. Mm. Oh, big mistake. <laughs> Wrong director to let them just do that on. Wrong movie and wrong director. But whatever. That's Tangent. A conversation. We're a little uh, different. We're reaching for this podcast, so I think we should kind of like start wrapping it up. I don't want to. Has it even been an hour yet? <laughs> oh, 50 minutes. Uh, what would you uh, rate this, Lee? Since it is your movie, and well, this is a for me. This has always been kind of a special movie for me. Um, you say that about like all your movies. <laughs> A lot why, of your movies. That's why I pick them. I show pick you them. what I find like special. It's just funny. Just like you have a you lot just, of like. <laughs> and then you just like, well, this is what I'm in the mood to watch today. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I want to show you. So maybe you'll rant. <laughs> and it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like yeah, this is yes, it's a special movie for me. We'll watch some movies that, like, I find, like, okay and might have some interesting things that I really like um, to make me want to own them for some reason. <laughs> um, well, I, you didn't own the, do you own this one? No, I don't. I will maybe get this movie on Blu-ray one day. I love it. But we watched it on Netflix. Seems like Netflix has, like, a deal with the whole series. They have the rights. They bought the rights or somehow. Must but have yeah, they like have they have Monty Python's. If PBS circus. had the rights, they'd probably cost them like a nickel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have the entire series on there. They, All the movies. They any don't movie. have the third one though. They don't have that's Meaning weird. of Life. I Maybe don't know why. Like, oh, that's dark. We don't want it. And they have any movie that it looked like they have like uh, that troop had a lot of influence on a lot of movies like Airplane and. Yeah. I would say so because that's also a parody movie. Oh God damn my heart. Heartburn, everybody. <laughs> Don't take Zantag. You might get cancer. This, it's gone. It's been canceled. Good. Uh, but okay, so so how <laughs> would you rate the this? Rating. <sighs> I guess I'd probably give it like a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? For a movie. For a movie. I give it a good old 6. It's above average. It's because I couldn't say, like, I don't hate this movie it was just i I was pretty bored 
I could tell. Most I was just. You were just like I was like, oh god, he hates it. I was just staring at I the was, screen. I was laughing. I know it was like, like Land of the Lost, but like uh, it's funnier when you don't think something's funny because you're hating it and you're being vocal about your anger. The little old man's like, nah, nah. but when I hate something, I'm just, I become dead face and I'm just like, it's taking all my will to concentrate on it. <laughs> like I don't. I, it's because I didn't hate the movie either. There were moments where I'd be like, ha. Yeah, but it's that British dry humor where there's there is not it's a lot more, of ha-ha moments. Yeah, it's definitely more witty and dry. And that's why I couldn't rate this lower than a five because I feel like that's an insult. But I couldn't give it more than a six. Like, and a five felt like an insult, but it, like, I'd, I I would lean towards a five almost a little bit, but I'd give it a six just out of respect. You'll never watch this movie again, right? No, just like I would never watch. I could I could see myself rewatching, um, do the right thing one day to show someone like you should see this movie and it's a pretty good movie and it's actually it's pretty funny and entertaining up until the end and then uh, I could see showing someone uncut gems like watching that with like a future date, hmm. almost like oh you want to watch a serious movie that's not so like but like not like. Murder, torture, porn, like horrible violence, like just well, or dark serial killers eating babies' ears and stuff. Like it's like oh, it's this drama and it's, it's a serious movie. Like you want to show someone a serious movie. That's what this podcast is giving me. Is it's showing me some serious movies that I could show people in the future to like balance out like the duff and the lot so that people don't think I'm just I completely that retarded. I watched that movie. <laughs> That's rude. I haven't forgotten any of his movies, everybody. Okay, everybody, leave it down in the comments why Lee is a bad person on top of all the other things you're supposed to be leaving in the comments about Lee and how what I should do to get revenge on him. Um. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so we're at the, uh, the we're like we just did the rating, so we're at the end of the podcast. And um, Woo! What a great episode. <laughs> Poor Lee. Like, Lee, it's kind of funny. Lee, it seems like Lee likes his movie less than I do. <laughs> like, almost I, as like a podcaster. It's like, you like the movie, but you're just I like. I love this movie, it's but like you I regret think I might have it. made the wrong choice in, like, uh, it's not much, because to, not to, talk not much about. to talk about. Because really. even if I did like it, like. I'd be like, isn't it funny? (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny, right? There's no plot. There's not like, man, it was so crazy intense that one moment. Because there's no, every scene, there's no real like, oh, I care about the character. Because who cares if he dies? There's no. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be funny when he dies. It's meant to be funny, yeah. Yeah, like. Like when all all the knights die, basically. Yeah, or just then to get arrested. Or they get arrested. Are they dead? Like, what is this movie? Uh, yeah, it's, is this a movie? It's complete. That's what it absurdism. comes down to in my mind. Is this a movie? I think it I is. guess technically it's feature length, but <laughs> hour and a half. Yeah, there's a lot of things that sh- are movies that. Sh- and I like the the low budget charm of it too. You love that. I love. You do love that low, low budget, budget comedy. I love big budget things. I love low budget things too, but I do love. I like it when it's low budget, but you still don't just see the seams of the movie. I get they did it because it's obvious. Like, it's comedy. They're doing it to make it obvious, but... That's why there's no horses in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that'd be way too expensive. It would have been $400,000 just for the horses. That's halves of a coconut. And then they're like, how do you get that They coconut? literally, like, I think that was an That's how he learned about thing. the swallows. The swallows. 
Because he's like, how do you get a it's coconut in Britain? It's not a matter of where he grips it. <laughs> how do you get a coconut in Britain? <laughs> <laughs> you suggesting coconuts migrate? <laughs> See, it's like, yeah, it's like all this movie is. It's just quotes. We, it, yeah. I, but, like, it was right in that scene that I realized. Don't worry. Like, I'm going to be picking a much meatier movie I realized that. It was in that scene that I realized I, I, I was like, oh. It's this type of movie. It's this type of movie. Because that scene be does s- go on for a while. That's why you, I don't know if you ever can tell me and notice, but during your movies, I try to make it not obvious, but I'll check the time. Like, I'll just like. I <laughs> saw it. Like, I'll just move like that. the thing a little bit. Like, because <laughs> like, I don't want to be obvious. Like, oh, how much longer am I watching this? For? So I'll just like, oh, What's I accidentally moved it. Oh, really it's showing hate. the timestamp. I wonder what. <laughs> What's something you really hate? You'll watch, I don't know, we might watch something. Oh, there'll probably be tons of movies I'll really hate that I'll have to pause a lot and, like, take breaks from. And those ones will be the ones that hurt my soul. (laughs) It'll just be, like, a baby being ripped apart or something. And you're just like, Jesus, Lee and his baby murder. I know I say it a lot, but everyone, we will probably get some movies with baby murder. Don't worry. One day. Lee already (laughs) has them in his mind. Um, I know of one particular movie already. (laughs) But next week will be my movie. And oh we will be taking boy. a good shift. And last week I showed him a movie that I thought he could potentially like and that could potentially become his like favorite, quote-unquote, favorite romance movie. Um, in just the fact that like, it could be a romance movie he doesn't hate. And I get it. You, call, you it. call Rocky a romance movie? No. Um, okay. It's a good romance. I will agree with you. I love Rocky. I like the romance in it. It's not a romance movie. <laughs> um, it's a Rocky movie. We have a difference in opinion. I'm going to pants him everybody after this and I'll show him the difference of opinion. No homo. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> on that no homo quote, Just next week we'll be watching Beastly. <laughs> oh, no. Everyone's favorite classic, Beastly. Everyone's favorite Twilight How I made fun rip-off. of the fact that no one knows Sa- uh, Ham- Sam-a-lot or uh, Spam-a-lot. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you all, even if you don't know that, I'm sure you all know the critical claim hit of like, what, 2011, I think that movie came out? 2010, I maybe? I think so. Yeah, 2011, Beastly. I think. Oh, God. Based no. off the hit book, Beastly, <laughs> which I think was inspired through Twilight fanfiction. <laughs> Rip off. A little bit of it. It was that era. I don't think it's actually inspired from that, but it's like uh, from that era. But yeah, so we'll be watching that next because, yeah, it showed him. Uh, after showing him a romance movie I think he could like, I want to see the old man come out more. We need, I guess we need a good rant after this kind of dead Yeah, I need because there's going to be everyone. I, look forward to it. I don't want to spoil it. I think Lee's going to have some good opinions about the upcoming. Maybe it'll be funny <laughs> bad. I'm looking, f- I'm hoping your one of your movies will be funny bad. Eventually to Lee. <laughs> I was hoping the lucky one would sort of be like no, I didn't think it'd funny be that and to terrible, you. but it was just terrible. No, I thought like, because that's straight romance. And I was like, Lee's is not going to get straight romance. Like, what? how can you make a movie on just love? There has to be sadness in there to make it a movie. <laughs> there has to be, like, other elements. See the rant? See, everybody? So good. Look forward to that for Beast. Already, It's already yeah. coming out. <laughs> um, Can't you just wait? It's going to be amazing, everybody. But, uh, all right, everyone. That seems about the end of it. So uh, we're going to start wrapping this podcast table? up. What? No, nothing. I was oh, just say something. I've lost my mind. Just like my dog star. Um, next week. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 
but yes, next week. So look forward to that. We'll be watching Beastly. Um, Social media time now. Uh, yes, it's time to shameless plug. Uh, please leave us a review on the podcast and uh, please share the podcast. It helps get the get, helps get us out there. Free publicity, free advertising. I mean, um, follow us at it's not the worst movie ever pod on Instagram. We post daily content about the movie we watched that week. Um, just basically highlights about the actors. And then we also post just fun and fun facts about movies because through the both of us, through the two of us or and the podcast, po- yeah, just random posts. Yeah, we movies. follow a lot of movie Instagrams. Uh, Instagram, so we're always sharing content on there to kind of just get share the love of movies. Yeah, kind of. They the, got some cool stuff that the they second post objective on these of things. this movie is sh- of this podcast is to share the love of movies. Um, and in the bio of that Instagram, you'll also find our personal Instagrams. You can go to those to find uh, for mine. Just just keep up with our daily lives. If you like our podcast and you kind of keep up with what we're doing, might be doing more projects in the future and stuff. Um, you also could find our uh, uh, our TikTok. It's not the worst movie ever, where we post highlights on the characters in our movies. Um, I'm with hoping rap songs played against them. Some of them, but I try. Uh, I've been putting. I try to put like match the th- songs with the character a little bit in my mind of what I would think match it for that reason. Um. So yeah, that's something else. It's just a little fun thing to go out and look on. Um, you can find uh, our podcast link in the bio of our Instagram. That will link you to the Apple podcast, but if you don't like to listen to the podcast on Apple, we're also on Podbean and Spotify. Yes, we're uh, on Spotify we're soon now. to be on Amazon and Google on all the rest, but you know, it's a process getting approved for those things, but we we are currently expanding and hope to be we on might all even of them be eventually. on YouTube one day, right? Yes, uh, that's a, that's a big upgrade that'll be coming soon. We'll soon be having our audio podcast go up on YouTube and in the Possibly I don't know what kind of future. future. I might get some uh, we'll, cameras. Yeah, we would we'll, we'll hope to eventually Set bring up a you a studio. Yeah, God, this is like a very future. Way down the line. And the first cameras might just be our phones, but we hope to look forward hey. to that. For now, we're going to get us all or at least the 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 sound one all over the place. Our audio podcast. Yeah, the audio podcast. You have to get used to hearing our annoying voices before you see how ugly we are. <laughs> ugly. Um, I'm not ugly, but maybe, but no. Uh. Don't we have such great self-esteem? <laughs> Isn't this podcast fun? Um, we hoped worst. you enjoyed it. May not be the and worst. And we hope you ever. have a great week over Lee's sadness. I fought in your general direction. No! Yes.